yes, went to, went to Brazil and I didn't know what to expect. Oh. And I, remem- I remember in our leaders meeting, um, Matt, Matt was said, he's like, bring it back, Sammy. What, what you get, come and bring it back. I'm like, okay. And I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't fully aware of what I was going to bring back. I went to serve and I went to minister and I went to give. And no, no. What the, I just, I had... Uh, in the midst of giving and giving and giving. God encountered me in a way that's changed my life forever. And so, uh, with his strength, we're going to get through today. And it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Um, I wish I had, I wish I had a couple of hours to share with you all of the stories and all of the miracles and all of the healings that we saw over in Brazil. But I've just chosen a few that I hope will stir up your faith and your hunger to see those same things, because what the trip was for the people in Brazil, and we had an an impartation from Randy Clark and all of the guest ministers there, like Catherine Renala, Leif Hetland, Richie, I don't know his last name. Um, we had an impartation from them so that we would be able to minister from that place and their, their anointing to all of the people there. And then when we, oh, when, before we left on the last day, there was another impartation where they imparted to us so that we would take it back to our churches. So I want to share with you just a little bit of, of what I saw and what God did. And then I believe God has that same impartation to give every single person in this room. And just during worship, it was like there was a sheet, just like, just like a tent a sheet inside a tent that was, that was holding all of, all of the glory of God. It was like liquid gold in the spirit just as we were worshipping. And I believe that's going to break out later. So we're going to have, we'll have a, a time of impartation later. And I will teach a little bit on that. But just, just so you know, I believe that God could have chosen anybody in this room to send to Brazil and you would be coming back with the same impartation. And just because you didn't go there doesn't mean you can't receive it here. And the Lord wants to pour it out. I can, I can feel it. <clears throat> so... Um, I did go, as Naomi said, I went with Catherine and a team from Australia. Do you mind throwing up that photo? This is our team. And it was so awesome going with a family from Glory City Church because Catherine walks, walks in the gift of healing 
signs, wonders and miracles. And what we chose to do, we could have gone to any of the breakout sessions, amazing guest speakers were there. We've heard Catherine a lot being part of um, this church. But what we chose to do was go with her to each session and pray for people there and see so many, so many healings and so many miracles. And we found that by day two, what people were saying was if someone came up for and needed a healing from God for anything, the people on the ministry team would say, oh, you need a healing, go find an Australian. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because what is, what is happening in Australia at the moment is that prophecy from Smith Wigglesworth where he said the next great wave is going to start in Australia. It's going to start on the East Coast, go around like the figure nine and then out into all the nations. And now Brazil, the revival there, the fire there has been lit and that, that burn, that figure nine, is going to increase and increase and increase. And if you are hungry for it, the Lord is going to pour it out. So that's the, that's the Australian team. And we saw oh, so many phenomenal things. You can jump onto the Facebook page. Um, there's testimonies of deaf ears opening, of blind eyes opening, of the lame standing up and walking. And if you switch to the next photo, Chelsea, this is the ministry team. So there's about 150 or so people that, that went on this trip specifically to be part of um, Randy's team and to serve in that capacity. Ooh. And yeah, and just that, on that... On the fire, that the healing movement that Catherine walks in, that's, I believe that, and that revival fire is for our church as well. We, we have a mandate to steward it and to carry it. Mm. So I want to share just a few of the cool, few of the cool miracles with you. There was one, one the first day, uh, we got allocated or assigned to the healing rooms. And that's where we go, we sit down, and people come to us if they want healing. And the very first person that comes up is a lady, and she says that she has breast cancer. And she has a lump. She has a, a lump that she can feel. And she puts, we got her to put her hand where the lump was, and we prayed, in Jesus' name, cancer, we command you to go. We bind and separate the spirit of sickness and disease. We, and we thank you, Father, for your healing power to come. And she said she felt a burning. And the, the, the tumor had shrunk in size. And so he said that's the healing fire of God. Let's pray again. So we prayed again and the the lump had completely disappeared and she was healed from cancer. Yeah, that's, that's our God. He's so good. And there was, 
you know, there was nothing, there was nothing in the way that I prayed or in the, the words or in what we felt. It was just obedience and prayer and stepping out in faith, much, much like Conan you were talking about, just stepping out, stepping out, stepping out. The next one, the next lady, or after a few came up, the next lady came and she came in limping and just dragging her foot. Sorry, not like that. It was probably, yeah, dragging her foot. Anyway, she sits down, pulls up her, her pants to her knee and you can see the scar where she's had an operation and muscles been removed and they've put had to put a pump in the back of her knee to pump the blood and circulate the blood. But the pump was causing an infection, so she needed to, the next step was to go and have that removed. So I'm, I'm sitting there with Abby at this point, some of you know her, and she, I'm like, this is hectic, you know? And she looks at me and she's like, off you go. And I was like, okay. But, like, praise the Lord, it's not me. It's not me. It's God working through me. And he is so faithful. Because I, I put my hand on her leg and I said, infection, I command you to go. Muscle be recreated. And I command full movement to come into the foot and the knee in Jesus' name. Thank you, God, for your healing. And the first thing she did was move her ankle. Then she moved her knee like this and she's trying to find the plastic pump and the plastic pump has disappeared. The muscles come back and she walks out of the room completely healed. I'm like, I've heard of God removing metal from people, metal dissolving, but he's the God that dissolves plastic too. Whoa. I was, I was pretty stunned after that. The interpreter continued after that no this is what actually happened yes this is what happened I was like it was crazy and I think that's one of my that's one of the biggest takeaways for me is learning how to just depend on God for absolutely everything and Catherine explains it so well she's like you know you step back and you look up at the father and you become aware of his goodness and then you're just a vessel releasing his power on earth. And he meets the hungry ones. And in such a, what every, every single one of these people were doing, um, you can uh, remove that photo. We would be uh, getting up at, say, six, getting on the buses at eight. And then we'd be getting home around midnight. So we are on four to six hours of sleep each night um, and there came a point where I was I was very exhausted and like Baraka my usual Baraka wasn't really doing anything um, and I felt I felt hungry I needed the bathroom I was tired I wanted to sleep and we were in a service with Catherine and she's like all right the Glory City team are going to come up. We're going to pray for people and see them healed. And, and 
I was one of the, I found I was one of the last to leave my team. I could see them walking off in the distance and I was like, oh, I guess it's dinner time, but there's still people to pray for. And I believe that's the, one of the, one of the impartations from Leif was the compassion, the heart of God for the people, for the ones that want to be free. And they, they just, they don't even care. They don't care about how they get free, what manifestations happen. They just want to be free. And I was like, oh, I will, I will stay here and pray until the last one. Um, I have a, I do have a video. Is Chelsea there? Oh, I'll tell my other one. I had a word of knowledge in this meeting for, um, I actually had pain in, on the left side of my ribs. And I was like, huh, feels like maybe someone here has got broken ribs. And I didn't get to come to the microphone and give that word because people were falling over everywhere and getting healed and I was like, this is crazy. Um... We would get it. There was testimonies happening and words of knowledge happening. I just didn't get up. Um, and as I was praying for people, this lady came up on the side and she, she said, can you please pray for me and stand in faith with me? My father is in hospital at the moment. And she started explaining the pain across his ribs. And I said, does he have broken ribs? And she said, yes. And I said, how many? And she said, three, three broken ribs. And I said, the Lord is going, he's heard your prayer because that was the word of knowledge that I got. And he's going to heal your father today. And so I prayed for her. She's slain in the spirit. She's, she's received the healing. And I wish I got the testimony of it. But you can't, with such a specific word of knowledge, I'm like, I can't believe that he didn't get healed. And I do have a video. It's actually of the same thing of Beck, Beck, Rebecca Damianopoulos. She did the same thing. This woman got, uh, a woman's mother got healed by that same way. And then they actually phoned, oh, this is, yeah, if we can get sound on this, this is the a hernia in the back. So you probably can't hear that over the music that's playing. Um, But she had a hernia in the back, in her lower back. So she was constantly in pain and she couldn't bend over and touch her toes. And after one prayer, she's received, received her healing. And she's able to bend down and touch her toes. And she can feel in her back that the lump is completely gone. So that was the one video that I did get. Um, The Global Awakening team encouraged us to remember how many people received a healing, how many people received an emotional healing, um, how many people were blasted in the spirit, that's slain in the spirit. That that number was uh, off the scales. Um, I wish I could get up the, the numbers for you might be able to. 
I won't be able to do, to do it now. There's something like 1,800 healings happened over the time. But the, the thing that I, I appreciated of, of actually keeping track of them and just keeping track of even the ones that God did through me, it's, it's a way of giving praise to God and thanking Him and celebrating Him for every single miracle that He did as if it's the first time we've seen it because we need to not be complacent or become become complacent with seeing miracles or even expecting God that he's just going to do it. Um, can we share the other video of Rebecca? Hello. We yes. Can knowledge. we turn the volume up? And healing with Randy Clark. And this is Anna. And we had a word of knowledge about the neck. Yeah. I receive a word of knowledge through his life, her life, about a, a damage in the disc of the second and the third vertebrae. And I receive for my mom that is in home. I came to her and she prayed. And I believe in the miracle. I get out and call my mom. I told that I was here. And the global team was praying. And I said, Mom, move your arm. Because she couldn't. And she started moving. And went all the way. All the pain was gone. God is good. We got Jesus. E ela ia ter uma cirurgia? Sim, precisava de uma cirurgia. Sim, ela precisava de uma cirurgia. Porque ela não mexia mais. Porque ela não mexia mais. Porque ela não mexia mais. E agora 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 ela não mexia mais. E is that okay? Awesome. Ah. He, can, he can do it with people standing in the gap. Just like the centurion who came to Jesus and said, will you come to my house and heal my daughter? And he says, go, your, your faith has... Huh, am I quoting it right? Your faith, like, go, she's healed. Ah, that, that blew my mind. Um, I also um, got a word of knowledge for people with, or somebody with, a, just like I had a throbbing pain in the palm of my hand and, it, and just throughout the day and I said, God, is that my word of, is that a word of knowledge that you want me to give tonight at the um, healing service? And it, the pain left and I was like, okay, that's a yes, but it's kind of boring. I don't really know what's, what's happening in the palm. Of, her, of their hand and um, we got up on stage that night and it happened again. I felt the throbbing pain and I was like, just, and it extended up to the tip of my left finger and I, I said, maybe I'll just go for knees, I think. I'll go for a knee reconstruction because I have faith to see that healed. Um, and then sure enough, the grace of God, I will say, Somebody in the 150 people that were giving words of knowledge, someone said knees. And I was like, oh, 
That's not super specific. But then the next person said, ACL reconstruction, it's been ruptured. And I was like, okay, I'll go with the throbbing pain in my hand. And I, the microphone came to me and I said, someone's got um, pain in their left hand and it's extending up to the tip of their middle finger. And everyone's given words. The people are released. And the people are coming up to, like, whoever gave the word, they're going to come up and, and pray for them. And nobody's coming to me. And I was like, oh, gosh, <laughs> this is really putting me, I feel put on the spot. But, like, no one's looking at me. They're all praying for each other and it's fine. And then sure enough, oh, would you mind? I, thanks, Grace. Would you mind flicking to the, um, the photos? Um, there should be four photos with the girls. So this is, this is that night. But the girl in the white top at the top right corner, she came up and she's, she said, in my left hand, I've got a torn ligament. And it's about an 8 out of 10 pain. And we prayed for it and the pain completely left. And the ligament was restored. But I said to God, I was like, I just don't know. It didn't feel like the full word. Like maybe somebody's out there with a throbbing pain in their palm. And anyway, um, Abby comes up to me later. She's like, Sam, I was trying to find you. The girl who had the throbbing in her palm and the pain in her finger came up to me and said, can you heal me? You gave this word. But she was standing next to me. So this girl got confused and they couldn't find me. Anyway, she prayed and she got her healing too. So praise God. And then these were some of the many that um, were healed on that night as well. I didn't do the videos because it's hard. It's hard with that many people to get videos. Um, but I think one of them was healed from a, from a headache that was attached to worry, worry and fear. Um, but it was an on, a headache that was coming on and off. Um, another lady was healed from tension in her, in her neck and in her back or I think it just went down one side. And the other one, I think, was a UTI infection. And she just, she just felt a burning in her stomach when that happened. Uh, and the last one, the last one that I'll share was um, a, my, favorite, my favorite kind of emotional healing or deliverance. It was this mother and this little boy came up and... They, the little boy was, he was having constant panic attacks and he had been diagnosed with ADHD. And so we prayed for the mother first because she also had panic attacks and she, uh, she just went down slain in the spirit and the little boy starts having, he starts freaking out. And so we have to explain to him that she's okay. Um, she was just like she just got completely free and she got up off the floor and said she felt lighter um, and she started explaining to her son that it was okay. Would it be okay if we prayed for him? And after a little bit, he was like wide-eyed, but okay, you can pray for me. And he's 10 years old. <laughs> and we... Oh. We prayed and we prophesied over him. And you just see, if I can explain in the, in the spirit, we just saw this 
the, the heaviness and we just saw it lift off his shoulders and it left. And it was so gentle. And I was like, God, you're so kind. Like I don't, I can't like explain if it was oppression or, or, or what it was, but just it was like a cloak lifted off him. And then he, he started trembling and stepping back and then he went down on the floor and he's looking up at us and he's like, I'm shaking but I'm not scared. I'm shaking but I'm not scared. And we were like, that's the power of God. That's just the Holy Spirit setting you free. And it was like from, from going from seeing his mum on the floor and panicking to it happening to him and not panicking but genuinely encountering the presence of God, I was like, oh, God, you're so good. He's so kind. You know, and I believe that, I believe that God, that's what God wants to impart to you today. It's to have the compassion of God. Um, the faith to see those miracles, signs, and wonders. And I believe that there's a grace on this church to be able to carry it and to receive it. There's a mandate on this church, which is why everyone was saying, at Brazil, go find an Australian. You'll be healed. Go. There were people coming up to us, and they were just like, can you please pray for me? I just want to receive an impartation for what's on your life. And the amount of impartations, I feel like, were nearly the same as as just praying for the sick because they want what we have. And the Lord's pouring, poured it out and he's pouring it out to Australia. And he wants to see, he wants to pour it out here. So it's the compassion of God, it's the faith to see signs, wonders and miracles. It's the, it's the stirring up of the gifts that's already inside you because we know we've been given the fullness of Christ. It's nothing new. It's the stirring up of the gifts. And it's, the, it's like awakening and realizing what Jesus paid for and him stepping into all that he said for us to do. These things and more, these things that I've done and more you will do. So impartation can happen in a couple of ways. In the Old Testament, I won't jump to... I won't jump too uh, deep into the scriptures, but Numbers eleven seventeen, it's where God pours out his spirit. Moses is in the room, but Moses doesn't lay hands on anyone. God just says, well, I've poured out to you. I'm pouring out to them. Boom. And the spirit comes on them. Deuteronomy 34, verse 9, Moses actually goes and lays hands on them and the spirit comes upon them. They are, it says they are filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid hands on on him. And that was laying hands on Joshua. Acts 2, in the New Testament, Pentecost, we know the Spirit came in so strongly in that room, fire fell on them. They began to prophesy and to speak in tongues. In Acts 19, it's where Paul lays his hands on people and they spoke in tongues and they prophesied and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. So it can come in two ways. It can come where the Lord is just in his, in his greatness, in his sovereignty. He just falls in the room and it can also come by the laying on of hands. So we're going to do, do both. If you want to jump to the next um, the scripture slide. So Romans 1, 11 to 12 says, For I long to see you 
that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to, uh, to strengthen you. That is, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. And to the next two, I'll just go through them quickly. We know that we, I'm sure that many of you know these scriptures. 2 Timothy 1, 6-7, For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. And 1 Timothy 4, 14 says, Do not neglect the spiritual gift within you, which was bestowed on you through the prophetic utterance with the laying on of hands by the elders. So when you receive this, expect boldness to rise in you, to pray for the sick and to see miracles. Expect that God's going to move on you in such a way of compassion. And it, I think my thing is what Naomi was saying before, blessed are the hungry for they will be filled. Because we can have a tendency in the Pentecostal church to say, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt, you've done the floor time, I've had the encounters with God. But if you are not, if you think you have received everything, then you won't be able to receive more. You won't be hungry for more. And today the Lord's just been saying over and over and over again, would you be open to receive more? Would you hunger for more? Because I have more for you. So the way that we're going to do it. So um, I'm, in a moment I'm going to invite Pastor Tom and Pastor Naomi uh, to come to come up and join me, and I'm going to pray. We're going to position ourselves. We don't need we don't need music. We don't need anything to happen with the lights. But we're just going to position ourselves to receive from God. And I'm going to pray and believe God's going to move in this room. And and then we. Yeah, we're going to wait on him. And when you start to feel the Lord moving upon you in the way of, and we, we, had, this, we had this at the impartation night with Randy Clark. We didn't lay hands on anyone and we just waited on God. And he started to move on people by crying, like people would be crying or people would be wailing. We just heard this, this wail came up from the crowd and it was this, this pretty big guy and he was the first one God touched and he was just, he was shaking, he was crying and he needed people to help him down to the front. But you might feel, you might feel the weighty presence of God or you might feel tingling in your hands. And when the Lord starts to move on you, that's when I'll invite you to come to the front and we will pray and we're just going to bless what he's doing because it's not, it's not a person. Randy didn't lay hands on anyone. It was, it was all the ministers up the front. Um, and, 
and it was God moving in the room. And we serve, we serve such a mighty God, a miracle-working God, and a faithful God. And if you're hungry, he says, I'm going to meet your hunger. He's going to meet it. Because he wants it more, even more than you want it. So if you feel, so I'd ask, don't come to the front just because you want to. Come if the Lord is moving upon you. So would you position yourself, would you put your hands open, open to receive And you can close your eyes. You don't have to bow your heads. Come, Holy Spirit. Um, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Would you fall afresh on your people here? And would you fill them again with your Holy Spirit? I thank you, Father, that this afternoon you want to release the gifts, the revelatory gifts, Lord. You want to release dreams and I thank you right now you're releasing dreams visions healing power the faith to see signs wonders and miracles thank you Holy Spirit you're releasing prophecy and words of knowledge and I thank you God that what you did in Brazil what you have done in Azusa Street, what you have done in Toronto and all of the great revivals, would you do it again here in Darwin, Lord? So I thank you for your presence. We ask for your fire to fall, Lord. Now, if you start to feel the Lord moving upon you in any 